0: really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelyleah.com or at thelovelylea on Instagram so we can connect. Become a Patreon supporter to get access to behind the scenes of our guests, freebies, early access to new episodes, discounts on merch, and more. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I'm your host, Leah Lovely. Today we're going to talk about something that I think is a little bit controversial to the spirit world, <laughs> not necessarily to the spirit world, but maybe to to spiritual thinking or popular spiritual thinking, and maybe I'm I'm behind in picking this perspective up, or maybe I am a pioneer <laughs> in thinking this way, although I doubt it. There's something that I have been considering. Over the last like couple weeks and not well, actually longer than that, much longer than that, but it, it didn't really actually sit in, in my gut, like as a knowledge of sorts until maybe last week. And so I was at home and I was getting ready to journal and I've bought this like really big grimoire type journal, right? I ordered it off of Etsy. It's this very large leather bound Uh, Some of you may have seen it on my Instagram as a tree on it. Uh, It's, it's really beautiful and well-made. And I got it because I had this idea in my head that I want a book that I can pass down. Like I want something that legacy wise that my daughter could read, or my step kids could read, or their kids could read or something like that, that wasn't necessarily a journal per se, but I was like, is it a grimoire, which is like spells and recipes and whatnot? I don't know. A book of shadows, you know, where I do some type of alchemy, a book of mirrors where I'm, you know, more so just kind of reflecting. I didn't want it to just be a journal, kind of an offshoot of what I've been doing day to day. So I was really unsure about what to do, like what it is or whatever. So the first three or four days, I was using it more like a journal. And at some point I was doing kind of like some gratitude notes and, um, you know, writing down like, I'm really thankful for this, I'm really f- thankful for that. And then it started to go more into like kind of like a prayer, like, thank you guides, God's angels and ancestors for X, Y, Z and for this and for that. Thank you for um, You know, protecting my family, thank you for blah, blah, blah. And somewhere in the middle of me writing that, writing down like all of my thank yous and all my gratitudes, and whatever, um, I started, you know, instead of saying, please protect my family or please, can this happen or whatever, I always say thank you as if it was already so. And that happens usually, like uh, I learned that in, you know, manifestation over the years, it's that you speak it into existence as if it's already so. And that's kind of like the first step, I guess. In learning how to manifest, I guess, properly, quote unquote, properly. But then at some point, the language started to change as I was writing. And instead of it being, thank you for protection, it was, I put protection on XYZ. I put protection on my family. I do XYZ. I am making this and this happen. And so it was, it was a vast change in perspective of writing. And suddenly I started to realize that like, Ooh, wow, that felt extremely powerful to write it that way. And so I put protection, I create abundance, I da da. da, da you know? And, uh, like, I know that that's not the the direction that normally we try to teach people to interact with the spirit world, but I'm starting to think that we're evolving past deferring our power to outside entities. I think spirituality, for me anyway, has very much been an offshoot of some of my religious background practices like, you know, you pray every day. So you meditate every day. You read your Bible every day. So you read spiritual texts or whatever, you know, you journal every day and whatever. And so these rituals that have been established have been largely out of what I've learned from being a religious person. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the rituals and stuff that are a part of a devotional type of practice. But I started to feel like, wow, like, you know, and and this is something I've been kind of chewing on for a big, large part of the year, but I'm thinking a lot of the time, like, it's really awesome to call on your angels and your guides and, you know, get extra support, but you are also a soul. And, you know, who's to say you aren't a Jesus Christ or a Buddha or someone else incarnated? (laughs) You know, we don't, we don't know that. And so because of that, there is this, this, for me the kind of a little bit of a switch where i've been on this journey to rediscovering my magic the last few episodes obviously very much reflect that and so in this this time of trying to figure out like what does it look like to be magic what does it look like to change my reality based off of what i'm saying means that i i am the one who can alchemize my life very much through my own intention and so the book kind of told me what it wanted to be, basically told me it wants to be a manifestation journal, and that I would very much write in it what it is that I would like to see come to fruition by date, and then be able to record when it came to fruition. And that being a shining example of all the things that we've we've accumulated in our life or all the experiences that we ended up having were at some point a thought, a desire, an intention that was written down in form of not just an affirmation, but almost a command that this is my intention, this is what I'm putting into the universe, this is what I am creating. And this may be kind of uncomfortable for some of us to think about in this way, because we've been, you know, just Taught and 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 it's almost like a, you know, baby steps, right? Like a baby when it first learns how to walk, you're holding on to stuff all the time, and you're cruising, you know, like you're taking step by step by holding on to something for support, but at some point you start walking on your own, and you start venturing out on your own, and at some point you start running, and climbing stairs. And I use this example because my daughter started to walk. <laughs> uh, we're watching her in this process of not needing to lean on us as much in order to get where she wants to go. So I think that that's very much how spiritually we develop into, you know, little runners, (laughs) where we start to recognize that we are powerful on our own. And while we have the support of our guides or our parents or our ancestors or whatever, that ultimately it's up to us to walk. And so, for me, looking at manifestation, and I hope for you as well, there's this shift that's happening, particularly in this frequency right now, that we are we are not um, just subjugated to what our guides or the universe wants for us. We actually have the power to put into action, put into the ripple effect, the change that we'd like to see in our life and in our world. And I almost wonder if this is how kind of like, um, I've been doing a lot of research about timelines lately and seeing the difference in timelines. And if you're able to change your timeline by those affirmations. um, I've been doing a lot of interviews lately, getting geared up for the fall season. And I was just thinking loads about like, All right, well, if I would like to change the timeline that I'm in and if, you know, and I don't know how that's actually possible, I don't know how that works, but from my understanding, then I need to put into play this ripple effect, this butterfly effect, if you will, um, where simply by me changing this particular action, I can change the timeline and trajectory of where I'm headed. So there's something so powerful about that to me to be able to say that it's, it it could be, it's not to say that you don't rely on your guys or angels or whatever, but it means that the, the information comes from within you. And in fact, I started to have this kind of more of this revelation after I started playing with the runes. Um, we had Kacha Mikado on the, um, the podcast last week, and it was a few, it was a while ago that I interviewed her, but it was this, this, practicing of opening something up that it was like, this is within me. The power is within me. The, you know, it's not that I'm like praying to myself or anything like that, but like, I think we've put so much dependence on guides and angels and other spirits or whatever that we have forgotten that the most important one is ourselves. Now, some of you may find resistance to that statement if you've been used to praying to your guides and ancestors, whatever, and that's comfortable for you, by all means, go ahead with that practice. I'm just saying that I think that there has been an activation of sorts in loads of us that we're starting to realize that the power is within us. And me and my um, partner kind of have this, um, I wouldn't call it a, a debate per se, but he has this idea that if we have the attention of different aliens and, uh, angels and guides or whatever, that they, they must be up to something nefarious. (laughs) And he wouldn't say that necessarily, but that if, you know, you had the attention of gods, then it must be something wrong (laughs) or that they're going to use that for their advantage. And I was like, that's not true. You know, like, Where When we look at babies, we're not thinking like, oh, how can we use them to our advantage? And he's like, it's a far, it's a much larger gap. It's a whole different species of sorts. Like in the same way that we look at ants and if an ant is in my house, you know, smash kind of thing (laughs) um, that there's fear for him anyway there to have the attention of these really advanced beings. And so, you know, we went back and forth about it or whatever, and I don't necessarily hold that belief, but I started to think about it a lot because if my entire life has been hinged on perhaps the desires or the intentions of other or outside entities, then it's not that I distrust them per se. It's just that I need to trust myself more. And a lot of us out here don't trust ourselves at all. And in fact, it's to me, in my opinion, what affects our intuition from being really strong. We don't trust ourselves and we defer to the psychic and the medium and so-and-so and, you know, the podcast or whatever, and we're not listening to ourself, our soul. So it is my belief that for the most part, all of us have souls that those of us who, uh, that's another, a for another day. <laughs> um, so the mo- most of us have souls and and if that's the case then we need to it's like it's our it's our marker it's our our beacon to be able to to connect to the spirit world and so it's it's wonderful to have guides and angels and so on but you you are the connection to the other side you have a higher self a soul whatever you want to call it and so because of that it is you who can, I think, wield that power per se. You can get in touch and in tune with that very well to understand that you're fucking powerful, okay? And pretty magical, if if I say so myself. <laughs> That's super important as a message for me lately, not just to me, but f- me from me to you. Because as we enter into... What I feel like is a very advantageous time for manifestation. It seems like things are speeding up. I don't know if you've noticed, but to me, it feels like the days are getting faster. Somehow things are happening faster. It's almost as if time doesn't move in the same way anymore. And I am, I am finding personally that my, my manifestations are happening faster, but I haven't been trying that hard to really manifest if that makes sense. So I'm like, "Mm, let's not waste this frequency, this time uh, in order to do that. Let's really get in tune with ourselves at this time in order to utilize it to our best advantage. And so I'm going to take this moment to just give you that encouragement to really tap into that and give yourself the opportunity to just lean into the areas where your intuition has been speaking give yourself an opportunity to sit down and really journal what it is that means something to you or how you've been feeling or what it is that you want to call into your life, whatever that may be, without worrying about it if it's right or wrong, actually just considering if it's valuable. A lot of us get really hinged on the fence because we're so worried about if something is the right or wrong way, And that gets in the way of us being able to really call forward what our intuition knows to be true. And that's where we find ourselves in those blocks often. So it's really time to trust yourself, really time to trust yourself. Now, today, I am sorry if I sound like super raspy or whatever. There's something like my throat kind of hurts and I'm actually going to uh, talk to Wisdom Health, our sponsor, because they are doing wonderful work. And if you're suffering from any kind of health issues or persistent digestive problems or like me, I've got an issue with, I think my my mouth or my tooth or something's going on. Maybe I need to see the dentist, but <laughs> if you've been feeling low energy or burned out and kind of fed up with conventional doctors going through rushed appointments where You're just given medications and a script or something. Nobody's really listening to your problem. A lot of people have been told that their disease is incurable. And many chronic conditions are reversible if you can treat the root of the cause. It's my belief anyway. So Wisdom Health is a revolutionary service that matches you with a leading functional medicine doctor to help you address those health issues. Your doctor will spend a full 60 minutes with you like a full 60 minutes and go through all of your health issues to find solutions that truly work. And they're going to help you dive deep into your health with advanced tests and create personalized plans just for you. Unlike the normal experience that I've had with doctors, they actually consider diet, nutrition, supplement guidance, and targeted lifestyle changes to help you address your real underlying health issues. So functional medicine can be extremely expensive, but Wisdom pre-negotiates industry leading rates for you. Appointments with a functional medicine doctor are just $189 and nutritionist is $115. So join Wisdom today and book your choice of amazing practitioners and start your journey back to vibrant well-being. Wisdom is truly a new universe of healthcare. So join today, go to wisdomhealth.co and use the code Alia when signing up to get $100 off your first appointment. So... Thank you for listening to a word from our sponsor. And even in that way, it's a way to empower yourself. Um, But I, I, I think lately my message very much so has been about deep empowerment in the spiritual space. I think that that manifestation is great, and spirituality is great, and connecting to your angels is great, and connecting to your guides is great, and using cards is great. But like we, I think there needs to be more messaging about like you you being what's great and there being something inside of you that's special to bring forth into the world that we aren't just deferring to our, our gods or angels or whatever. Like this is, it's wonderful to be able to have that support, but at some point you're going to have to walk on your own. At some point you're going to have to use your own feet and use your own mind and use your own soul to direct where you're headed and to call into what it is that you would like to make happen. Manifestation is not the only aspect of spirituality, but it's the one that we entertain the most because we get to see changes in real time. It's how we get to live in this 3D experience. It is what makes us feel empowered to change the world in positive and expansive ways. So for you to feel Like there is something for you to hold on to is is great, but at some point it, it needs to come from within you. So for myself, like I'm just starting to kind of like, I've been asking over and over, like, what's my magic? What's my magic? What's my magic? Can somebody tell me what my magic is? And why don't I tell myself, like, why don't I, I lean in and see, you know what? I really think my magic is this. I really would like my magic to be this whatever it is. And so my approach to this is, I don't know if this is controversial or not. It's just, I've been writing in this book and I've been deciding that, that the power comes from me. So I'm going to say that this is what I'm calling in. This is what I'm doing. Um, I have decided, I'm not going to tell all of you (laughs) what I'm trying to manifest, but it is this very personal process and ritual that I've decided that is, it means the world to me to put in the practice and the discipline and the connection and the intuition that if, if, if it is up to me, then these are the things that I would like to see. So that really changes the conversation in my prayers and my meditations from, can you give me this thing to this is what I would like to see. So I hope that that can empower you as well to start asking the questions and start putting into the ether, if you will, the things that you would like. And to add to that, like this goes beyond just making a list of affirmations and asking the universe what it is that you want, like a shopping cart. Like I would very much believe that manifestation is a sign of healing. So the things that we call into our life and the way in which our life changes is as a result of us healing past ways of thinking, past traumas. Uh, It gives us, and this doesn't have to just be singular, this life, it can be past life as well. I've been having some really interesting dreams lately. And there has been, I've been working with uh, someone from our mystery school named Meg to help decode a lot of my dreams. And uh, her whole thing is uh, being able to help Um, help you decode your dream work or whatever. I'm going to put her uh, information in the link for the show. But anyway, several dreams got decoded or whatever. and I was starting to understand more about it anyway. And so in my dreams, in my dream world, uh, there's a bit of a map where I come sometimes and to visit the same places that look very similar. And there's one place in my dream space where Uh, it's kind of, it just looks like an intersection in maybe like Brooklyn or Chicago or somewhere like that. And it's this intersection and, and there's a lot of brick or indoor painted red kind of walls or something like graffiti or whatever. And I always come, I'm walking or I'm on my bike or something like that. And I always come to this intersection and go, oh no, I'm in, I'm in the territory where I'm not supposed to be. And there's these like gang members that come shooting out and um, you know, wanna rob me or hurt me or whatever, and I'm always running or hiding or something like that. I've had at least ten of these dreams, at least. So at some point, I started working with Meg and start talking more about this dream or whatever. And uh, I've revisited that place in the last few months, maybe three times. And so the first time in the last three months, i'm I'm escaping. I'm you know running or whatever. I gotta get out of here and I wake up. The next time, though, I am on the back of a moped with my partner and we're going and we're getting ready to go into that, that kind of intersection. And I went, no, 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 like, I don't, I don't want to go there. Uh, I need to go the opposite way because there's these people there that are trying to hurt me. And so we turn right and we go away and I think, oh my God, that's progress. I'm not running away from them. I actually got to choose that to change directions. I got to choose where I wanted to head instead and not have to engage with these people in my dream world anymore. <clears throat> and so Meg comes with this perspective that I had not thought about at all. And she asked me like, well, is there something that you're avoiding there? Is it possible that if you have this dream again next time that you can confront them and, and, and solve, you know, kind of what's been going on? And I thought, oh, that's weird. Like I'm thinking that it's progress that I avoided them and I didn't go down that street again. <laughs> um, and she came with this perspective of can you confront them? Can you be empowered to come to the situation and solve it at its root? I just thought that was so fascinating that I hadn't even thought of that. So anyway, m- remarkably, miraculously, I have this dream again almost a week later. And in the dream, I'm I'm walking down the street. I'm with a group of people and there are these two guys in front of me mocking me or something like that. It's kind of weird. They're like bugging me or whatever. And because I wasn't paying attention, we've crossed over again into this gang's territory, their block or whatever. And the other people take a left and they're running away. And I'm caught there as these four kind of like gang members or whatever approaching me like, hey, what are you doing? Whatever. And I remember thinking in the dream, like, "Ah, I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. And then remembering it was like, I wasn't quite lucid because I was still dreaming and I wasn't aware that it was in the dream, but I did remember Meg's words about can you confront them and in that instant i turned to them and my entire body changed into one of them basically I looked like a man um you know dressed in the same thing that they're dressed in or whatever and they're like they're a little bit confused but they're like hey man what are you doing here what are you doing here whatever they soften a bit they're not as aggressive as they were when i was in my my original form and i turned to them and i'm like hey i've got this property over here here and here why don't you take this territory and you have this, or whatever? I'm going to take this block and negotiate it, or whatever. And they're like, Oh, yeah, that sounds awesome. I didn't know you had that territory. I'll take that, or whatever, blah, blah, blah. So they end up moving and leaving this space. And now this space is mine. And I woke up feeling like, Oh, I'm relieved. Uh, finally, like I was able to confront them. Wow the power of suggestion of just, can you do something about this? Can you have the power to confront them and get to the root of the issue? You have the power to change what's happening here. You are no longer the victim. That even in my dream world, I'm learning the same things I'm learning in this world, the micro effects, the macro, right? That I'm the one with the power. It just took someone to suggest Maybe you have something that you can do to change the situation by your intention, by your your affirmation, whatever. So I went into a dream state, not even lucid, and was able to change the trajectory of my dream map. I own that territory now. So I don't anticipate that I'll continue to have dreams where I'm running around and running away from something. Rather, I've engaged with it. I have confronted it. And I've changed it with my own power. So very much to you, I give you that same permission. Not that you need permission. You don't need my permission. You don't need nobody's permission. But just the encouragement that you have that power. And this don't expect me to stop talking about this kind of message for a while because I'm on one about it. (laughs) I think that there's so much more for us to discover within ourselves So much more for us to unlock and open that we have yet to connect to. That even in the spiritual world, while it's wonderful to connect to our outside entities and want to glean from that information that they may have, there is a very special connection to that information that comes directly through you, directly through your soul, directly through whatever reason you came here to earth so empower yourself today pray to yourself today <laughs> if you feel so comfortable to do so i know that from from me that's going to be something moving forward that i i've been trying to unlock and want to unlock and will unlock the magic that's within side of me and i hope that you take the time to unlock the magic that's within you the magic that's inside of you i think that there is a lot more to be manifested and had and changed when we stop deferring our power to someone outside that we've never met. It's not to say that we can't trust the outside entities. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that that we should be able to trust ourselves more. Don't you think it's time that you trusted yourself? I sure hope so.